No. What's your least favorite scary movie? But what about the Fellini Film Festival? Fuck the Fellini Film Festival. Welcome to What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie, the podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the absurd in all of our favorite and least favorite scary movies. Because we believe every horror movie rightfully has its fan base. Even if we don't always get it. My name is Travis. My name is Jesse. And welcome back to another To Be or Not To Be. Our monthly bonus series that is live, uncut, and mostly undrawn. That's right. And this month it was my pick, so I went and chose a little movie called class of Newcomb high that's right we went back to tromaville yeah that's right <laughs> um okay so before we get into any of that though do you have any announcements i honestly don't know you guys i'm a disaster i just spilled my drink my notes are soaked um so yeah. if you are bug tether budget tier on patreon that's why they look fucked <laughs> it might be a little bit runny <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Everything's <laughs> fine. It was just a little spill. You know? No, it was half a can. Okay, it was half a can. It was a half a can spill. It almost destroyed your computer. And, like, talk about a waste of a Baja blast. Well, we got Manny. We got Manny in the fridge. We'll be okay. We'll survive. Ugh. All right. I'm not okay. I'm not going to survive. It's all good, guys. It's all good. Okay. Well, with that out of the way, well, let's go ahead and get into our uh, To Be or Not To Be episode. Please. So... I chose Class of Newcomb High, and um, I picked this one because, yeah, I wanted another trauma movie, and, you know, because usually schlocky, fun, low-budget, good times. I mean, that's the kind of vibe that we generally go for with to be or not to be anyway. Um, the way I looked at it was it's, I mean, we usually go, like, low-budget. Well, because that's kind of the charm of what I like about Tubi. So here's the thing, and this is complex. So somebody asked how we feel about Tubi being owned by Fox, and I still don't really have a good answer for it. I'm slightly more informed about it than I was when the question was posed, because I didn't even know that they owned Tubi. Um, And there are several Fox properties that I might not necessarily um, agree with or subscribe to. But the thing is also that Tubi is, or Fox is owned by Disney and Disney owns like most of media at this point. <laughs> yes, and that's like I, it's hard. It's hard because I try to be like ethical in my consumption of anything um and I try to like figure out what's important to me as like, you know, a person in my system of values and everything, but I like that Tubi does provide a platform for lower budget films. You know that it, and that also, with it being a free system, it it has a it has a greater sense of accessibility than some streaming services. Yeah. Um. So basically, the the short answer to how do we feel about it is I don't I still don't really know. Mixed. <laughs> we hate the bad people involved <laughs> um, in those things. It's just yeah. Yeah, and it's... I think that's gonna happen when you get to any multi billion dollar corporation. I I think about it kind of like with Nestle. Because yeah. as a company, they've done a lot of shady shit, but they also own like 90% of what you're going to get in the grocery store. And I'm not saying that it's okay and that like, oh, yeah, 100% support Nestle. I'm just saying like sometimes it isn't always super easy to like parse out things. And I think that having a platform that is accessible for people, at least, I mean, granted, place of privilege, we do have, you know, <laughs> easy internet access but um like 
a platform that like well, smaller movies can be on i think that's important the way i always look at things like this i always take it back to the good place and the moral of that show basically is it's hard to be a good person it's hard to be 100 percent ethical with everything that you do because you're always unknowingly doing something to support people that may not have the best intentions and you know it's unfortunate sometimes because that that is the case with 90 percent of the things we consume but you know it's just uh it's an unfortunate reality that we have to kind of live with sometimes <laughs> yeah like it's you know and not like to like excuse it and just say oh well sometimes there's going to be bad people involved which isn't what travis is saying it's more just like that it's it sucks. it gets very hard to like pull those things apart without just completely isolating yourself. Yeah, and we can't Doug for set it because you know that didn't even work out for him. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking about too. Because <laughs> like the guy, I don't want to give away good place spoilers for people that don't. Yeah, if that you haven't, haven't seen watched it, it go but... watch it. What the fork are you doing here? Yeah, it, it gets. It, I guess it kind of goes into that topic. So the I don't know. The moral of the good place is capitalism bad. <laughs> Look, if if you want our detailed thoughts on this, we can give it to you like a separate yeah. time. But you know, here we're we're just trying to talk about some schlocky, stupid yes. movies. Yes, so. and the the whole point of our two beer not to be series is that we do like that we can access these smaller budget films that might not necessarily get picked up on bigger streaming platforms right. Um, that's our goal with this. It's not necessarily of like, oh, we're promoting one company or another it's that we we want to we want to find these movies that we might not have otherwise found yeah exactly and yeah the, okay i think we've we've said yeah. our piece on this at this point it so. is it's still very complicated i still haven't fully unraveled my feelings but that's the short version of it for right now ask <laughs> us again in a month yeah <laughs> we'll maybe have a better answer or maybe not maybe it'll be worse i don't know <laughs> okay whatever class of newcomb high everybody so let's uh let's go down to Tromaville. So this movie released December twelfth, nineteen eighty six. We watched it on Tubi, obviously, because it's to be or not to be. Yes. Film was written by okay, a lot of people, a lot of names <laughs> tossed around on this right here, and it'll explain a lot of things about this movie, I think. But uh, written by Richard W. Haynes, Mark Rudinsky, or Rudnitsky, actually. Lloyd Kaufman, Stuart Strutton, and Graham Fleshner. Directed by Richard H. Haynes and Lloyd Kaufman. Music by Michael Latanzi. Latanzi. Special effects by Kay Gelfman, Scott Coulter, George Giordano, Tom Louch, Louder, and Brian Quinn. I'm sorry. It's not that these names are hard to pronounce. It's like I fucked up with my handwriting. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> marbles are full of mouth yeah it's something like that all right i only wrote down three people from the cast because i feel like there's really only three important people in this movie even though we have a large cast of characters they just guess did you write down chrissy warren and spike yes exactly so we have (laughs) janelle brady who plays chrissy gil Britton plays warren and robert pritchard plays spike those are the three people you really only need to care about because they are the only three people that really have any significance. They they push forward the plot. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... Okay, well, okay. so first off, <laughs> let's play our game. Everybody's favorite game. Budget, budget or, or budget. budget? 
Um, I'm gonna go with Bughead. Yeah, obviously this is a Bughead movie. This is super Bughead. It's trauma, baby. Yeah, but I've got the actual budget. Okay. Budget is four hundred thousand dollars. Honestly, good for them. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's about the same as Toxic Avenger, which I think they were working. They were working on both of these, I think. Yes, at I the same time, like briefly touching on that when we covered Toxic Avenger, and they've got a lot of crossover casts. Like Spike is um, Spike's actor is Slug in Toxic Avenger. Yeah, and we have the same mayor. Um, you also have Bozo who plays uh, Pete, the only Cretan with a normal no, name. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh huh. He's Pete. Is it Bozo in Toxic Adventure? Yeah, it's Bozo. Okay. He's the main dude. Oh, yeah. I got mixed up because there's Gonzo in this one. Oh, yeah. Gonzo is like a whole other person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got names mixed up. There's a lot of cool names, but, you know, they all are just, they're the Cretans. That's it. Yeah. That's all I have them written down as for the most part is the Cretans. So, well, I had him written down as the Honor Society for a long time until somebody directly referred to him as the Cretans. I do think it's funny. Well, they yeah, they even have it like on their jackets. Like I really thought it was just gonna be like a throwaway sight gag, like I don't know, like mm-hmm. something out of Rock and Roll High School, where like they used to be the Honor Society and yeah. then you see them. I thought that's all that no, those people were in the movie. For. They they are like the main villains in this yeah. movie for the most part. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I don't have a box office, I don't have a gross, but I do have an IMDb score, and this movie is a 5.6 out of 10. You know what? Honestly, good for them. I, that's a lot higher than I expected it to be, honestly. All right, so I got three movies. Uh, one of them makes sense, but the other two, I just said, fuck it. These are all horror movies that came out in 1986, and I want to talk about them. <laughs> okay. So the first movie is a little movie called Witchboard. Yeah, <laughs> that is one that Jesse and I watched for the first time this past year, thanks to the last drive-in. Um, no, no. I oh. watched about half of it one night while you were asleep. Yeah, well, we had yes. it on Shutter TV back in the bedroom, and I was like trying to figure out what because I was in and out of sleep, but like I heard enough of it that I was like, I need to watch this full movie. And I actually looked up what had been playing on Shutter TV that month, like uh-huh. what their rotation was. And I figure I was able to piece it together based off of like what I'd heard and the synopses that I wrote of the movies. Okay, let me clarify. This was our first full watch because I had a similar experience where I had <laughs> caught it on Shutter TV. I was like, oh shit, this is interesting. Let's actually watch this one together. And then Joe Bob was like, hey, I've got you guys covered. Don't worry about it. All right. Like, here's all the details you need. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really good movie for people that like, you know, just like 80s horror and paranormal horror. Like, I feel like it's even... If you enjoy discussions of the Ouija. Yeah, Ouija. Ouija Ouija stuff. Or Witchboard. (laughs) I don't know. In the episode, there was a guy that was a Ouija board expert. expert, And he um, he just kind of broke down the whole whole business of that, the whole history. Uh, Okay. That came out December 31st, 1986, with a limited release. I think the actual at-wide release was 87, but this one barely qualifies for 86. Budget, $2 million. Worldwide gross, $7.3 million. IMDb score, 5.7. So pretty solid. Right. 0.1 better than Class of Newcomb High. <laughs> All right, second movie. It's one that you and I watched like a long time ago, I think. Um, Slaughter High. You, so it's the one that starts off with them getting the nerdy kid in the bathroom at the high school and like uh, humiliating him in front of the whole class. And then they 
we've seen this together. I believe we've seen this together. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's a forgettable movie too because I always am like, have we ever seen this? Whenever I see the poster and then I watch the trailer, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, it's that movie. Anyways, it came out November 14th, 1986. Don't have a budget, don't have a gross, but the IMDb score is 5.3. Okay. That one has like, I feel like it has the trauma spirit to it also. If you are interested in that. I remember nothing about this movie. Okay. Well, maybe we can watch it again. I don't know. Uh, third movie, Aliens with an S. <laughs> so that released. Yeah, that's the sequel to Alien. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> that's that's budget because that's Cameron. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Cameron, <laughs> like, he blew the shit out of it. I mean, it was a summer release, too, so it was a big release. Uh July eighteenth, nineteen eighty six, budget of eighteen point five million worldwide. I mean, honestly, gross. though, for Cameron, that's probably more bughead. He was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> this is like early Cameron, right? Was this? This was before Terminator two. Yeah, Terminator two. Well, before the first one too. I think the first one was eighty seven, something like that. I don't, I don't remember. Either way, budget of eighteen point five million worldwide. Gross one hundred thirty one million. IMDb score of eight point four. Okay. That's fucking high. 8.4 is a really high score for a horror movie, especially. Uh, okay. Three taglines. Okay. So the first one, I feel like I needed to read it second, actually, because it makes more sense when you read the f- second tagline first. Okay. okay. So First one, second, second one, first. Yeah. Okay. So the second tagline is, they were there to learn the three R's. And then the actual tagline with the three R's are... Reading, writing, spelled with a W, <laughs> and radiation. All right. All right. All right. And then the third one is it rotted their bodies. It corrupted their minds. And that's the good news. Okay. Yeah. I think that those are pretty good. Yeah. Reading, writing, and radiation. I think that's good for right. like a high yeah, school. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. That's it. We don't really have fun facts. Um, I did read some interesting things about this though so i can say fun facts if we have you know if you want to hear anything um like he named it class of newcomb high because he wanted people to mistake it for class of 84 (laughs) okay yeah because apparently you know that was like a really i think that was a fairly successful movie that came out fairly Uh, traumatic to watch it is yeah but it was it's a solid movie i remember watching and i liked it um and then they apparently had like a completely different story whenever it was originally being written. And then Lloyd Kaufman came in and then completely changed the story of the movie. So apparently the original story was about um, some character just like bringing people over to their house for dinner. And I guess like doing shit to them when they come over for dinner. That's really the only premise I got. But then Lloyd Kaufman came in and, basically retooled the entire thing until like it became what it is now okay so all right um let's go ahead and talk about this movie then so jesse what did would you like about it um honestly i wasn't expecting as much of a storyline as there actually is Uh, i thought it was gonna be a lot looser kind of like how toxic avenger was okay um but i feel like there's a lot more like you feel this like this is more this cohesive? This. Uh, yeah. See, I feel the opposite. <laughs> I like. I feel like that. I don't know if cohesive is necessarily the right word. Um, 
more I of a feel story. Like there's, yeah, there's more plot points to it. Whereas Toxic Avenger, um, Act One is their mean to pre-toxy Melvin. Melvin. Yeah. And then Act Two is Toxy is a good guy, and then Act Three is maybe Toxy isn't a good guy calling the National Guard, except oh, he is still a good guy. It was all a lie. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's like, and that's. You know, the rest that's happening is like just things going along. Um, whereas with this, it's like, okay, cool. We've got this new nuclear plant that's here and it's affecting people in the high school in various ways. And these honor society students are now selling the drugs and the drugs are contaminated. And these two goody goody kids are going to smoke the drugs and then they're going to have bad effects. And then she's going to have a monster baby. And that monster baby is going to save them when the bad kids take over the school and try and get, you know what I mean? Like there's a yeah. lot more like details to it. Okay. Um. Well, I'll get into my part on that when i go into the bad <laughs> um all right, all right is that all the good you have for it um i mean not like that's my main thing like i like that it was like an actual story to follow along with okay i like the premise of it a lot i like the idea of um you know having like this you know it's like taking the high school setting and then it's putting like an interesting spin like having introducing radioactive waste into the mix and then these people just start mutating and then everybody in the school starts acting strange but nobody's really talking about it like they're kind of talking about it but they're not yeah like they're just accepting it and you know you just kind of have like a wacky high school movie going on with this with horror elements too um i thought that the effects were pretty sweet in this really for it being such a low budget movie yeah um yeah, i agree with that i guess i don't know i guess that's about it <laughs> uh okay what about the bad um the bad i think this maybe could have been a little bit shorter for as as much as short as it is yeah for as short as it is and as much as i feel like it's a more solid like story i i feel like there's still like some wasted screen time and i think that's one of those things is when you've got like a lot of plot points to your story it becomes really obvious when you've got like some of that dead air yeah um and i think also it's just because this movie is a little bit like it's is meaner than the toxic avenger you know what Seriously? i mean i yeah. feel like the toxic avenger was way more mean than I, this but, yeah but like it's mean but it's like satirical you know what i mean like you can see the 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 humor they were going for within it yeah i guess if that makes sense whereas like some of that's here but like you know, like you said, it would have been, like, nice to see, like, some additional, like, leaning into some things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. So, that's, like, that's my biggest thing. And, like, it's so impossible not to compare the two. It There's really too is, too many yeah. similarities. It, I mean, they have, like, the same overall feel. Like, I mean, they're set in the same universe, too. It's Tromaville, which is cool. Yeah. I like that they, like, had that established from the get-go that they're all going to be set in the same yeah. area. Yeah, yeah um all right well my bad for this is i feel like it is like a it's less of a story to me like I, I feel like i feel like they just had and that's what i was talking about whenever like i was reading here how many people wrote this movie we have one two three four five names here attached as writers and that's a lot of people putting their input and i don't feel like you have a clear vision i feel like at times it wants to be like a fun high school movie at other times it wants to like 
be like Toxic Avenger and have like the bad criminals do bad shit. And then it also wants to be the Toxic Avenger when it has Warren be like a super mutant for a second. And then he never achieves that again. Yeah, we don't really get resolution on all that. He just like temporarily gets superpowers and attacks the Cretans in one instance. And then that's it. He's like, okay, yeah, we're I mean, cool. he murdered some guys. Yeah, he fucking killed two people. <laughs> and like everybody's just cool with it. And nobody, he doesn't bring it up to Chrissy. And like it just, it, it's like it never happened. And then you also have a monster movie going on, which isn't really a thing until the very, very end of the movie. Like, I feel like it would have been cool to have had, like, pick one of those. For me, I think it would have been more interesting if the monster would have been like wreaking havoc in the school throughout and, you know, it was more present. I really thought we were going to have the monster being super protective of Chrissy and Warren because they're mom and dad. That would have been awesome. I thought that's what we were going to see. And then Warren had zero paternal instinct and was like, all right, laser beam in his ass. Yeah. Like- well, Chrissy, too, man. She didn't give a shit about it. The funny thing about that thing, too, I read is um, the reason that they didn't really have a lot with it. It was supposed to be more featured in the movie, but they didn't finish it. (laughs) So like what we see is like half of the puppet. And then they also have like just rest of like like tentacles that you see flap around every now and then. Stuff like that. So eh, I don't know. I guess the Bugtad kind of got the best of it in that situation. But I don't know. Like I I just feel like it, it never really felt like it tied everything together. It just felt like a, a sequence of a lot of shit happening with no sense being made of it. And also it's like an hour and a half long music video because you just have like these rock bands playing in the soundtrack the entire time. It, I don't know. It, it was a lot for me. Okay. All right. Ugly. Um, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to go with like the Cretans and their whole general Their behavior. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I knocked over a crown. It's okay, everybody. <laughs> that uh, That's a, just the Cretans and their overall thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, just the Cretans. <laughs> um, yeah, they really do suck, man. Um, I think the mayor and his, you know, he just wants to... Like he, they have like at the very beginning of the movie, toxic waste just all over the school, and the mayor's like, "Ah, don't fucking worry about it. Like we'll have some crews clean it up overnight, and we'll just keep an eye on it, and everything will be fine." Meanwhile, there's clearly, clearly, God, I do have marbles in my mouth today. There's like a lot of people that are having negative side effects from it. See, I wrote in my notes that the mayor saw Jaws and took the absolute wrong takeaway from the movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, he saw like, that. And he's like, ah, okay. Yeah, he was like, that mayor knows what he's doing. <laughs> they had a successful weekend at the beach that day. <laughs> they did great. Um. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, absurd? Um. I guess, like, who the hell is Bob? Because sometimes he seems like he's a teacher in the school. Sometimes he seems like he works for the nuclear plant. Like, sometimes he seems like he's a cop. Like, Which one was Bob? The one that various authority figures referred to throughout. Like, the principal at one point was like, we need to get these Cretans out of the school. Um, oh, to the dude. Yeah, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... And then, like, at one point, he's like, we need to decontaminate the school like i just felt like and maybe i've got multiple characters mixed up but like i never really got a sense of where that guy belonged 
Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. I um, I don't know, man. There's just so much absurd about this movie. It's hard to like single out a certain thing that stands out. Um, I think whenever Gonzo, which is a dude that can like barely speak, because of his mouth guard. Yeah, he's got like a mouth guard in, but then he has like the PA announcement where he evacuates the entire school and he has like the best radio voice ever. (laughs) It's great. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this movie is just, it's just so fucking weird, man. Like there's a lot going on and there's a lot of absurdity, but I think that's kind of what you come to expect when you go into a trauma movie. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So what do you give this out of 10? Um, I think I'm going to give it a six. You're going six. Okay. Yeah. Like it was, it was okay. It didn't, I wasn't as instantly endeared as I was. With Toxic Avenger. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way. I was expecting to really love this one. And then I started watching it. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I don't know. I, I guess it just didn't have the same charm. I'm go- I guess they're very lucky that they released Toxic Avenger first. Because <laughs> I don't know if trauma would be the same if this was the movie that they went with. Uh, I think I'll give it like a four. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're starting with an average of five. Yeah. It, I, th- I guess five is okay for this. It just, yeah, didn't really get me. Didn't capture me. Okay. All right. So let's talk about it. I'll do my best. My paper is Oh, yeah. It's soggy. still drenched right now. Okay. Well, I'll start us off. So we start off at the Tromaville Nuclear Facility. Uh, business as usual going on there. But then we are tracing a pipe, and then we see that one of them bursts. Alarms are sounding. And then um, we get the mayor from Toxic Avenger, and he's like, oh, there's no danger here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, because they're like, we need at least 48 hours to decontaminate. And he was like, nope, just scrub it down. It's fine. Yeah. So then we cut over to Tromaville High School, where you see the toxic waste has already made its way there somehow. Yeah, because Andy Samberg goes up to a water fountain yeah. and drinks some sledge. Andy Samberg or Dewey. <laughs> he kind of looks like Melvin, too. From Toxic Adventure, yeah. like, you know, not quite as bad. Like, I, but, like, his profile immediately, I was like, that's... That's the nerd. Yeah. I, I thought we were going to get more of him because, like, I thought he was going to um, drink this waste and, you know, well, become, like, a mutant that we would follow. You would think that, but instead what happens in, in class is uh, they have an evacuation drill, and during the drill, he starts to froth at the mouth, and he's twitching, and he attacks some people, and then... Um, as everybody does in Tromaville, when you are, have exposure to radiation, he throws himself through the window. It's like the exact same <laughs> shot. And when I was watching that, I thought I was thinking to myself, it would be hilarious if they just reused the shot of the guy from Toxic <laughs> Adventure. It's this blonde dude with a tutu on just jumping out the window. <laughs> but uh, no, he has a different faith than Melvin. He lands yeah. like right on the pavement and then he just melts in yeah. front of everybody. Whereas like Melvin jumps into some toxic waste. He, he the toxic well, he also waste melts. is coming from inside the house. Yeah. yeah. Like, so he melts onto his, the sidewalk. His melting is a little bit more graceful though. Like it turns him into a superhero. This guy, like he just melts all of his skin off and he's just skeletons yep. afterwards. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the nuclear workers come to the school and they're testing radiation levels. Um, and the mayor's like, there's absolutely no connection between the incident at the school and the new nuclear facility in fact i was told that dewey owned two microwave microwave ovens (laughs) yes 
which like i mean calling back to microwave massacre back during this time microwaves were ginormous so i think it could be alarming to have that many microwaves in your house how rich was this kid that he could have two of those i know those things were fucking huge dude i mean i feel like elite as fuck right now if we had two microwaves and they're just like 50 dollar appliances now they're not even 50 dollar appliances now yeah they just you just pick them up man they were 50 dollars last time we bought one okay that was a long time ago we haven't bought one in a long (laughs) long time we're we're out of touch okay so kathy and the guy go down to a fallout shelter okay that's funny so i know that the guy's name is eddie Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know the girl's name was Kathy. Yeah, okay. So they go down there to the fallout shelter to go uh, make out and stuff. And then, like, there's toxic waste dripping from a pipe. And, and this has no effect on them. It has nothing. Like, it's just like a shot in the movie. Like, yeah, we need something here. Let's just have them, like, maybe go down there to uh, start to have sex and then get some goop on them. Yeah. Um, Chrissy is worried about, like, how things have been since the nuclear plant opened. Also... I, they say nuclear the whole nuclear. time throughout this movie, and it drives me batty. Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> uh, so she's, you know, talking about one teacher that lost all of her hair and developed cold, like sores all over their body. Um, the honor society is now like a violent. Bunch of yeah, like they're a violent gang, pretty much. Yeah. And, yeah, and they sell drugs. Is it, think of like the crew of the people from the uh, Toxic Adventure that hold up the burger joint. It's like a bunch of them. Yeah. But like some of them are actually monsters now. Well, I was also going to say class of 84. Yeah. I mean, I guess more like that. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, they really did kind of take notes from that movie right there. Another thing about this movie, too, if you do end up watching it, pay attention to background actors because this is something I noticed. Like everybody in a scene like that's in the background is always doing something weird and like, they're not just behaving like normal extras. Like, I see people, like, falling down and, like, little fights happening. And then there was that one scene when we were first uh, introduced to the high school and everybody in the hallway is making out. Like, every single person is kissing. So, something to keep an eye on. But also pay attention to this nerd that they bully into buying some weed because he is wearing Dave England's poop cardigan. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's so crazy that that thing, like, it's being made from back then. <laughs> And he doesn't poop, but he gets like repeatedly hit in his growing area. Yeah, that was like that's their move, their go-to move here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they rough him up and force him to buy their weed. That's what the yeah. Cretans do. That's like their whole thing. This movie is they fight you, and then they're like, okay, now buy our weed. Yeah, and they get their weed from nuclear workers. Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> well, I got that dude's name. What the fuck was his uh, name? Yeah, but he was like, "Why did you guys come here?" Like, oh, his name's Ron. Yeah. Ron. And he's like super pissed off. Yeah. Cause, you know, they're there in the daytime to pick up weed. And, um, like you see, um, is it right here that you see where like the pot plants at the power plant are like super covered in radiation? Yeah. Yeah. This is the only real shot we get of the like garden, if you will. Yeah. Um, so Frank and Eddie decide that they're going to um, harass some girls at lunchtime, but they do convince them to go to this college party. The theme is indoor beach party, and the girls look scandalized, and that's how you know they're high schoolers because mm. that, like, he said indoor beach party, and I just kind of nodded along. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally <laughs> realistic, like, uh-huh. frat party theme. <laughs> yeah. Eh, it seems like it would be, like, somewhat fun, I guess. <laughs> 
so they um they go talk to Warren, try and convince him to go, but he really wants to study. He's got a cram for a test. He's got he's actually you know good studious Warren. Yeah, and um the uh, other two, Eddie and Greg, I think are the two of, of his Eddie friends. Eddie and Frank. Eddie and Frank. Okay, yeah, they're um they're walking through the hallway trying to like I guess convince him, and then um they are approached by the Cretans mm-hmm. who force him to buy their new weed, which is a called Atomic High. Yeah. And yeah, I guess because it's been rolled up with all the radioactive waste and shit. Yeah. So now they're all at the party, indoor beach party. Chrissy's not really feeling it though. They were going to go to a Fellini film festival. Yep. And um, I don't know. They're just like, who the fuck is Fellini? He's an Italian film director. Okay, what, do you know anything he's done? Um, I've not personally watched anything now. Okay. I did briefly like look because I was curious too. But yeah. Okay. Um. So the the friends are very concerned about Warren and Chrissy's lack of sexing, which is just like. It's weird. I mean, it's the basis of every high school movie since the dawn of time. Yeah. Um I do think it's funny though that they're both like talking to them like uh, I would make the move. I, they're just they're just too shy. The other person's too shy. <laughs> I, I think they're both too shy, but they want to think the other person's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> um so their friends get them to smoke the weed um t- in the hopes that this is super misogynistic. They're like maybe it'll loosen Chrissy up. Yeah. Not <laughs> not Warren. Yeah. <laughs> but Chrissy, yeah. Um and they're both like ew that's super gross, which even if it wasn't radioactive, yeah, it's fucking weed. It's gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they throw it on the ground, and Eddie gets pretty upset about that, which, yeah, that was a $10 joint. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're like, okay, we're going to get out of here, and Chrissy goes upstairs, but that weed is hitting her, and she is really horny, so they have sex upstairs while their friends watch. Yeah, I don't understand why they're like, okay, well, we're smoking weed. We don't want really, like, to really be doing this. Let's go home, but they go upstairs instead. And then, yeah, they just end up starting, like, they start to have sex instead. They had all of the peer pressure, and they said yes to all of it at this party. Yeah, you know, I mean. These kids need a dare. Oh, my God, they did. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking of, like, the, whatever Kelvin and uh, Keith were doing in Righteous Gemstones. (laughs) Smutbusters. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you like interrupted me because I was about to spoil the end of the season if nobody has seen it. Oh God, yeah, so, no, no, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, quick, quick spoiler: cover your ears if you haven't watched it. But oh. I was gonna say they're doing boyfriends and boyfriends by the end of the season. <laughs> I think everybody kind of expects that from them. I'm just well, a lot of people weren't sure if it was really gonna happen by the end of the season or oh, not. Okay, so. <laughs> I got you. All right, so they've had sex and now they go home. And he drops off Chrissy, and then he goes home himself. And then they both start to have really fucked up nightmares, which... Which I firmly thought that this stuff was actually happening at first because of, you know, it's trauma. But does it, though? Like, I feel like it kind of might because, like, they wake up the next day and the shit is actually happening. Except, okay, this is the weird thing. So Warren's having his dream, and he's, like... Having it's almost like the transformation from Toxic Avenger, except instead of turning into the Toxic Avenger, he gets a really toxic pee pee, like a giant pee pee. Well, his face melts too. His face melts a little bit, yeah. but like he, <laughs> like that he's like happy about his, because like it gets like all the way up to the ceiling and he's smiling. Meanwhile, we're over with Chrissy, who is like getting pregnant. 
Yeah. And then a little tentacle comes out of her belly button and starts to just like, you know, slime around. Well, that's how that's how you have babies. That's how childbirth it's works. I know. Through the belly button. I did the course in high school. Yeah. Yeah. You just like you pull them out by the umbilical cord. That's why the belly button's there. It's for the child's umbilical cord. And you just like pull it out. Yeah. And the baby comes out belly button first. So you like they start life with essentially a chest bump. <sighs> I like that. That's cool. <laughs> Biology, man. <laughs> Okay, so uh, they wake up and realize it was a dream, maybe. And the know. next day they were pissed because uh, they learned that the weed came from the Cretans, and they're like, well, they could have laced that with anything. But I also want to be like, Warren, did you do drugs without learning where they came from? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and they're also feeling like shit the next day, too. Yeah. So Warren returns home. Um, anywhere he walks around the house, the electronics are turning on around him, which this never comes That's back. <laughs> uh, Cretans take some Alka-Setzer because they're out on the sidewalk and they're trying to trick this old lady that is mm-hmm. carrying groceries. Um, mm-hmm. so they do that. Spike pretends that he's foaming from the mouth, having a seizure or something. And then Pete goes over and is like, he needs something soft to chew on, uh, like your handbag. And <laughs> the old woman super naive and just gives him the handbag so well, they just run first off she was like should we call 911 and he's like not enough time yeah so they just take her purse give us your pocketbook <laughs> um warren is super pissed off at them because he you know found out that it was their weed and he's blaming them for him feeling like shit so he storms the alley where they were doing their drug deals and he straight up fucks them up he fucks up pete and mm-hmm. actually kills him by shoving his hand down his throat. Yeah. Um, same type of thing with Toxic Avenger too, where like he punches him or anytime they make contact with his fist, like they start to burn. I just kept thinking about um, that Beastie Boys song. Looking for a fist to put your face in. <laughs> Maybe they saw this movie. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's the other dude that was like, I don't know what his role is. He was only there for this one scene and like he gets fucked up and killed too. Mm-hmm. Like he just gets tossed. Yeah, and uh, Spike approaches from behind, but Warren he gets knocked out. Yeah, he just like tosses him, and he gets knocked out, and he's spared. Yeah, and the other Cretans are like, "Did you see who it was?" He goes, "No, I didn't see who it was." And like, "Did you see who it was?" No, I didn't see who it was. <laughs> Crazy thing is, it kind of looked like Warren. So you did see. So you did see. Yeah, you saw the back of his head at least. I mean, it's a good thing that this kid dies young. Spoiler for the end of the movie that came out forty years ago, thirty yeah. years ago. <laughs> um, but like. Almost 40 years ago. Yeah, Jesus. Um, But because he never would have, like, obviously this kid would have at some point landed in court on trial. Surely, um, and yeah. And he, he wouldn't have handled the cross-examination. Like, Well, the thing is, he was once <laughs> smart. Maybe he would find his way back. There's hope uh-huh. for him. Maybe. Um, But Warren wakes up in his bed. He's just like, whoa. Oh, it was a dream. <laughs> what happened to the big pee-pee dream? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I like that one better. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Chrissy is at cheer practice, um, and she is in a lot of pain, so she goes to the bathroom where her stomach expands and goes back flat and expands and goes back flat. And then she goes to the stall to throw up, and her throat is like kind of like a bullfrog for a minute. Yeah. It's um, really freaky, dude. They do a good job with this, too. Um, and then she spits it out, and it's like this little tadpole monster thing, which I guess yeah. is like the alternative route of having babies. Like, that's how other people do it, I guess. Just spit yeah. it out. Well, 
Okay, so, you know, like, sometimes you can't have a belly button birth, you know, for whatever reason, either because your belly button's not wide enough or because you had a non-belly button birth um, oh, within the last two so, years. So you have to go the alternate route, which is... A C-section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> wow, man, I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, she C-sections into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I uh, just want to say that C-section births are very valid as birthing methods. Whether your baby comes out through your throat or your belly button, you're still a mother. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> no, no, no judgment. So she goes to the doctor and the doctor straight up tells mom that she had a miscarriage. I'm going to be like, I'm pretty sure you're violating HIPAA. Yeah, I know, right? Like, just Speaking Which, about it in the also, hallway. Okay, listen, I know we're making dumb jokes aside and granted, Sex education in public high school in Kentucky is terrible, but like we do actually know where babies come from. I don't. Uh, <laughs> no like, clue. This doctor gets several things wrong because um, he's like, well, all the tests show that she was nine months pregnant. What tests? Which, yeah. Like, what test did you run? Um, and I'm sure the mother would have noticed something at some point. Also, she had sex like 48 hours ago. So I like... I feel like there's a lot of questions there. But also, like, if she was nine months pregnant, then at that point, it's not a miscarriage. It's a stillbirth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a like, whole other thing. Yeah. Okay. And this also, guy. also, it wasn't even a stillbirth because the tadpole is still chilling in that toilet. That's in true. Pool. Yeah. Well, this is Traumaville, I guess. Like, not the best medical care. Like, More like this Traumaville, is a, am I right? Kind of. Yeah. But this is like another scene here where I was uh, noticing in the background, like you got like nurses stumbling over each other in the hallway <laughs> in the background and there's just like a bunch of wild shit going down. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a separate movie happening in the background of this one. So um, a girl also goes into the bathroom like in just like a random shot afterwards and sees the baby there and she flushes it down the toilet. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And it travels throughout the system, uh, goes to the kitchen sink, pops out there for a second, but uh, it decides to pop back down, go through the pipes a little I bit more. I would not be able to finish washing those dishes. No, <laughs> fuck that. That would be terrifying <laughs> to see something like that pop out. But it goes down into the fallout shelter, which for some reason has like a lot of nuclear waste down there. Because it dripped earlier. We okay. That the, so that's what that... Yeah. Okay. That's, that was the point of showing Eddie and Kathy making out down there. was just oh. to show the, like, okay. drippage. Yeah, that makes sense then. Well, it drips out of the pipe because it bursts out into, like, a tub of toxic waste. So that's the thing that's happened. Um. Okay. So... <laughs> The Creightons are trying to force a nerd to buy a joint. Their prices have gone up to $20. 20. And Warren comes in, and he's had enough of this. So he starts fighting them, except he doesn't have his mutant powers right now. So he gets um, his head dunked in a toilet. Swirlied. And then Bob, who may be a teacher slash police <laughs> person slash nuclear person. He's just the the Tromaville authoritative figure. Like, that's his... I like that. Yeah, that's just his role. Yeah. Um, he comes in. The Cretans are all being expelled, except then they sing the Star Spangled Yeah. Dinner. Okay. I forgot so much about this. There's so many good answers for like absurd moments in this movie, like I this know. being one of them. So they get expelled and they're like, yeah, well, how about America? And then they just start singing the full national anthem to them. Yeah. And they just like let them do that. Yeah, it's the full national anthem, and like, because we we're watching this on TV, it went into a commercial after that, and like, we just were kind of like, huh? Yeah, it's just okay. 
<sighs> okay, so we're at the Tromaville nuclear facility again. Workers are now starting to have side effects from all of the radiation because they're like mm-hmm. falling to the ground and having like reactions and shit. They send more workers to do some more radioactive like testing at the school. Like a whole wing needs to be shut down. And the mayor, once again, is like, well, we can't do that. Just uh, tell them there's structural damage and we'll work on it at night, which, like, also wouldn't be cool to just, like, have kids. Yeah, I know. They don't... The thing is, this guy just doesn't give a fuck. And that's his character. That's just all he's ever going to be. Except, yeah. Doesn't he die in uh, Toxic Avenger? Yeah. Okay, he dies in this movie, too. So, like, does he just keep coming back to life just to die? I hope so. I really hope I really so too, because so. that's that's amazing. Um. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, they start to close down the school and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, high radiation the... levels. Their Geiger counter is going crazy. Um, one, one of the of... dudes goes down mm-hmm. into the fallout shelter, and he thinks that the <laughs> meter is just kind of going off the tracks because it's faulty or whatever. Yeah, which I could see that. Like I could see them being. Like, I could see that piece of shit equipment. You know, unless you know the school that's just straight up having radioactive waste like rising from the soil like i don't know i feel like it's very obvious that there's a legit reason for this yeah except then he drops his mask into a tub full of green shit and reaches this man that works with radiation for a living reaches his arm into an unknown substance to get his mask back he has a hazmat suit on (laughs) he's safe he's all good except he's not safe because uh the tadpole ain't a tadpole no more. Mm-mm. It's a full-on monster now. Yeah, and he does not let that worker leave. No, that monster actually looks pretty sweet too. Yeah, I was really impressed with it. Um, so let's see. The Cretans have a plan to break into the school. Yeah, so they're pissed off because like they've lost all their clients because they can't force people to buy weed anymore. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now they're going to like go into the school, force everybody to evacuate. That way they can get revenge on everybody, including Warren and just the school in general. Yeah. So they go into the principal's office and beat the uh, information out of him as to where the evacuation alarm is. And so that goes off while that's happening. Um, they get Chrissy down into the basement with Spike and Teru. And so they take her necklace, get some of her blood on it, and deliver it to Warren. So as everybody's evacuating, he gets this bloody necklace, so he runs back into the building. And this actually is really scary because they're down there in the basement, and when the alarm's going off, Spike says to Chrissy, like, do you hear that? That's the evacuation alarm. That means nobody else is in the school right now. Yeah, that is. I like the final like parts here because... Like, they've got everybody out there. They've taken motorcycles to the place, so they're all just, like, ro- uh, riding motorcycles throughout the halls, which is kind of cool. I was wondering, like, th- I feel like this had to have been, like, an abandoned school where they filmed this because like, I can't imagine anybody being cool with them doing this shit there. I like, mo- like, so there are various points where um, Muffy is, like, spraying the wall mm-hmm. and... As they're going, like she's on the back of a motorcycle and she's spray painting the wall. And in some of the scenes, spray paint's coming out, and in some of it, nothing. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're having a good time. They're just like fucking shit up, throwing shit off the top of the building, just destroying all the furniture, spray painting, whatever they want. Not but, to um, draw another comparison to Rock and Roll High School, but I was thinking I'm the same draw thing. another comparison to Rock and Roll High School. Yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely has like similar vibes to it here. Except the, I was on the kids' side. 
in rock and roll high school. Yeah. Mrs. Togar needed to learn a lesson. She did. She did for sure. And if it took blowing up the school and throwing Hansel and Gretel out of the window, then so be it. (laughs) So Spike and uh, I think Warren, okay, Warren arrives down there and he's going to rescue Chrissy. But then as he is about to do that, the guy pulls a gun and he's about to like cut off Chrissy's nipples. But before he gets a chance to do that, the monster rises from the tub and kills Taru Mm -hmm. and attacks Spike. But Spike, Chrissy, and Warren all manage to get out of the room in time. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Let's see, where am I at? Uh, the mayor has arrived outside because like, they're like, ah, oh, there was a radiation leak oh. over at the school. And he goes, no, this is just a false alarm, <laughs> which it actually really was. <laughs> Forgot to mention, though, but the best kill there is the Taru kill because the monster straight up punches through her head. And like the effect of that happening, mm-hmm. like the fist goes all the way through the other side. It looked amazing. It was so well done. Yeah. So like Warren and Chrissy are running and they're trying to hide from the other Cretans. Um, while, you know, everybody outside is arguing about if this is real or not. And the mayor is just like trying to control the optics of the situation. Um, all of the Cretans are being killed one by one by the mutant spawn. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it almost kills Chrissy, but Warren hits it with a laser because like we had this random throwaway line where, um, yeah, if the lasers hit the supercharged neutrino particles or whatever the fuck they made up yeah um, yeah. it'll it'll explode yeah they're basically setting up for like an exploding school in the end of this rock and roll high school (laughs) i really really wanted the monster as the like laser hit it to be like oh my god that would have been awesome if it would have done that yeah we don't get anything like there's no attachment like it would have been funny if it was like what if it had like a little bit of a resemblance from the two of them, you know? Yeah. Like it was actually their children. Little, like, swoopy hair. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, they just shoot it with that. And uh, as they shoot it with that, the mayor runs in. And, and he doesn't like, listen. we need to leave because the school's going to explode. And he's like, you're dumb. Um, so, this <laughs> so guy just like, doesn't whatever. believe anything. Like, he's seeing a fucking monster right before his eyes. But he's like, uh, I, don't, I don't really believe it. <laughs> so they run out the school explodes and then an announcement from somewhere don't know where these secrets are from saying that the school is temporarily canceled for renovations <laughs> i do love that the speakers still like the sound the pa system works perfectly fine after that yeah and everybody's cheering because no school yeah so warren and chrissy are like the heroes because they killed the monster and they got the kids out of school for but an extended period of time they're like also in shock <laughs> yeah, they're also in shock. And then we see that from the rubble of the building, the little monster is now back in baby form. And it's yeah. still alive. Yeah, it gets its little yeah. moment. Yeah, exactly. And that's the movie. That's how it ends. You know what? I'm going to bump it to a 6.5. Okay. I forgot. Like, there are some really good humorous moments that I just, like, forgot about. Yeah. And as we talked about it, I have a, I have a better appreciation of those moments now. Yeah, okay. I'll make it a five. It, it's okay. It's better. Um, it's not... If it, I mean, I'm always going to choose Toxic Avenger over this, but I guess it's not really fair to keep comparing the two just because they're both trauma movies. Yeah, I think I think that was part of the problem is that I went into it with like several movies I was ready to compare it to. Yeah, just it needs to be its own thing. It needs to be its own thing. It does have moments where it hits really well. Um 
Yeah, you just gotta you gotta put it on and not expect to be watching anything of any like actual substance. Okay. Like it's just like a fucking experience. That's all I could say about it. Yeah. Okay. So what's our new average? Uh five point seven five. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah. All right. Um, so f- who did you what would you change? What's one thing you would change? Um, we haven't had such a point disparity in quite a while. So. That's true. I I really think that I would like choose something to focus on here. Like if they wanted it to be a thing of Warren getting revenge on the Creedence, I think that that would be cool. If it were a thing of the monster terrorizing the school, I think that that would be cool. If they just wanted it to be like a fun, like weird, trippy comedy about high school where everybody's like, you know affected by the radioactive waste going on. Uh, I think that that could be like a fun comedy too, but I would have fun with that. Yeah. I I think I would have fun with all of those there. It just needs to pick one and stay with it. Instead, we get like a mash of it trying to be several different types of movies. And I think that that hurts it for me. Okay. Like Toxic Avenger is straight up a superhero movie at the end of the day. Yeah. This right here, it just couldn't figure out what it really wanted to be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would change. Um, all right. What was Scout's favorite part? Well, what do you think was Scout's favorite part, Travis? I think Scout's favorite part was the end when the little monster came out because when that happened, she looked up at me and purred really, really loudly. Um, obviously, Scout's favorite part is when the tadpole was swimming in the kitchen sink. Oh, yeah. Because oh, okay. she does that. She does that. You're right. <laughs> She did relate hard to that part right there. <laughs> Damn it. I guess she was just happy that the tadpole lived. She's like, I could survive an explosion too. If, if I ever get shot by a laser, I might explode, but I'll make it. <laughs> okay. Um, who did you relate to? I related to the nerd in the Dave England poop sweater because I would wear the <laughs> hell out of that cardigan. I've said every time we watch Jackass, I'm like, I want that cardigan. I know. Um, it's true. You really do. It's go yellow after that. and it's an old man slash librarian cardigan. Those are two of my favorite things. Um, <laughs> well, and then like seeing it here and then like in Jackass movies to this day, even in the fourth one, it was there. Like uh, it means that it's still yeah. in style. 100% if Dave England was like, yeah, no, I saw that in a trauma movie. I would buy that. Oh, yeah, like, that would be yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Dave uh, England's a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, okay. Who did I relate to? God, man. I don't know. Everybody's super, super exaggerated in this movie. Um, I. Uh, you got to just pick a little thing to focus on because that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I guess I, man, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, I guess I relate to the girl that flushed the baby and the thing because I didn't realize that that's like, that, that was natural. <laughs> you know, that was how babies were made. <laughs> like, I think she never, she didn't have the proper sex education either. I feel you know. like I could have related to that too because I feel like I would panic if I saw something like that in the Dude, toilet. Dude, of course, yeah. If you see, if I see anything like that in the toilet, that is my reaction is to just straight up flush it. And that's I won't what, use that toilet either because I'm afraid it's going to climb back up. That's what um, I did with the shower, with the spider in the shower earlier. I was like, ah! And I just like <laughs> hit it with the, like, the detachable nozzle. I was like, 
get get out of here. That's that's a good way to do it, man. Just wash your problems away. <laughs> Down the drain they go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, do you have a dream sequel that you would want to do for this? There are a couple of sequels for this, and I've heard the newest one is really really good. Um, I guess like. I would want to see like maybe a couple generations later, like the the freshman class from this movie, them as seniors, like see how things have changed and progressed. Like I don't know, maybe the tadpole monster is like part of the school now. See, like, I was gonna maybe say he's their new mascot. I like I like that a lot actually, because I was I was about to pitch like into the future. The little baby is now like an adult, and it's now part of the school, which has fully embraced being radioactive now. So it's like a normal thing there. But I like your idea of it being the school mascot. Okay. And then to add to that, like, say we get, like, a Futurama vibe with, like, um, the Time Keeps Slipping episode where they have the mutants playing basketball against yeah. the Globetrotters. Mm -hmm. And, like, because they've all been exposed to the nuclear radiation nuclear. for so long, um, they, like, they all have different abilities now and oh so, yeah <laughs> yeah and we got to get a toxic crossover too yes i feel absolutely. like, like I, I there were parts of me that were Maybe expecting him. Is the basketball coach i like that i could see it like i could see him being a uh, caring like he'd be like cal you know where he's like real intense on the court but he actually wants his players to grow up to be good people you're not thinking like a Bob Knight where he would toss his chair no, across? No. I don't. No. Toxie's not a Bobby Knight at all. <laughs> no Toxie Knight. <laughs> okay. No Toxie Knight. Yeah. He, he would want to be involved with the community because, you know, he, that's just the kind of guy Toxie is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. I'll accept that. I think that's a fine sequel idea. And the mayor would be okay with it because, like, if they have a really successful basketball program, you know, that's good for yeah he's yeah. he's alive yeah like he's back yeah he's always back <laughs> yeah like he returns he dies every movie but he's back every we single movie we do nothing movie. to wreck on it like I love, it's just yeah. he's back yeah he's gotta keep coming back and be the same dude he never learns his lesson and we get a joke about talks being like i thought i killed you yeah and then the monster's the like, like i thought i did too <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay all right so i pulled a review okay i wanted to go with somebody that truly truly loved this movie Okay. So um, I got one that's a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. They rated it back June 17th, 2006. And the title of the review is Classic Trauma. I love this movie. It makes absolutely no sense. It's true, <laughs> but who cares? It is a very fun movie with a cool monster, some very funny scenes, and some nice boobies. <laughs> the characters are awesome. Gonzo is amongst the best. He has a humongous nose ring and carries around a giant bone. We got oh my Spike. god, we didn't even talk about his bone weapon. Yeah, we did. That could have been one of the absurds, too. Yeah. We got Spike, another weirdo who is the leader of the gang. We got girls using boys' bathrooms, guys selling atomic weed to students, and nerds evacuating the building by jumping out of a window. What's not to like? This may not be as good as the Toxic Avenger or Terror Firmer, but it sure is fun. It has some gore, not as much as the other trauma flicks, but this is more science fiction anyways. And every school year by watching this masterpiece, I must see for anyone who likes starkly comical movies or trauma flicks. Okay. You know, I am kind of coming around on it. I can respect that, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like us talking about it and then hearing them hearing that review, like that is the kind of things I like in a movie. Like yeah, me they too. just don't make any sense. We've got all of this random stuff going on. Yeah. I guess I mean you just gotta be in the mood for it. So if yeah. you're in the mood for a trauma flick or something like that, then you know, this is a good movie. Which I guess brings us to 
the titular question, to be or not to be. And on this one right here, I'm going to recommend it still. Yes. Because I say to be, I'll watch it again. Um, I'd watch the sequels. Yeah, I'll want to watch the sequels. Um, yeah, I think I I just uh, I need to give it another shot because I've got adjusted expectations now. I know what it is and not what I think it is going to be or what it should be. So, I don't know. I think I'll, I'll like it a lot more like on rewatch. All right. What about you? Uh, same. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode then. All right. On Thursday, uh, back on our regularly scheduled and fully edited and drawn mm-hmm. episode, we are going to have The Hunt. Yeah. So, yay. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> If you enjoyed our discussion about the ethics of different media consumption, then um, you'll enjoy some of our more discussion that we have in the hunt. Yeah, because that's like a whole theme in that movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's a fun movie. Yeah. So we're we're about to talk about it right now. So yeah. yeah. So we'll go do that, and uh, we'll we'll release that on Thursday. Yes, but um. In the meantime. Yes, you can catch us on social media. We have a Twitter, which is least fave pod. Instagram and Threads account, Least Favorite Scary Movie Podcast, Facebook, What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie. Uh, we have a website, What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie.com. And um, if you um, are part of the cool kid club that we have, you could be on our Patreon where we have our cool patrons, patrons, patrons. Mm-hmm. We have Eric and Vivi of Shake and Not Scared, Joe, Freakatron. as this is his full name, Amber, and Michael. So thank, thank you guys. guys. We really appreciate your all support. But if you are unable to help us financially or support us, you know, anyway through that, yeah, you can always go to our, I don't know, wherever you're, Whatever you're listening to this yes. on, usually there's some way that you can follow us, subscribe to us, um, and rate, rate and, review. and or review us. Mm-hmm. That's really great. It's um, nice to see people give us five stars mm-hmm. and say kind things about us and it's also really nice to see our subscriber numbers growing yeah spotify has been going yeah pretty well so far so i'm up, 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 i really up, appreciate up. It. you guys have been really cool i really appreciate all of the support you guys have had for us it really goes a long way with us so thank you guys we will be back on the main feed here on thursday so tune in then and we'll have the hunt for you all right all right bye, bye. Thank you.